The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. The Ohio Department of Health says the statewide daily average for new COVID-19 cases continues to drop, currently standing at around 4,000 new cases a day. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has the details. When we look at our current vaccine numbers here in Ohio, more than 64% of all eligible Ohioans, two-thirds of adults, and more than 85% of people 65 and older have gotten at least one shot. And looking at case numbers, the Ohio Department of Health reported more than 2,300 new cases, and that's the fewest we've seen in one day in two months. Now, the state positivity rate is now at 9%. I'm Yolanda Harris. In local news today, Superintendent Phil Howard gave a brief presentation to the Jackson City Schools Board of Education on open enrollment figures for the district during a recent meeting. Overall, for the school year, Howard said during the October 12th meeting that a total of 188 students left the district while 311 students entered, which amounts to a net gain of 123. Most of the students gained through open enrollment in Jackson come from the neighboring districts Oak Hill and Wellston, which accounted for a net gain of 62 and 102 students, respectively. The net number of students entering the school district was down slightly from recent years, which Howard said was expected. He told the board that each student coming into the district through open enrollment represents approximately $6,000 in state funds. As such, he said the goal was to always at least break even since students lost equates to money lost. Since 2012, Howard says the district has generated a little over $3 million from students making their way to Jackson City Schools from other districts. As for the districts claiming more Jackson students than they gave up for the school year, Eastern Pike accounted for a net loss of 21 students, and Southeastern accounted for a net loss of 13 students. Howard attributed this to families living in close proximity to these districts and or parents working in those areas. What has become a popular event in MacArthur will be returning Saturday, June 11th, as the Southern Ohio Forest Rally race drivers will be displaying their cars on East Main Street in front of the courthouse and down the street. The plan was approved Wednesday evening, October 20th, by MacArthur Village Council when it met in regular session. The cars are on display in MacArthur before moving on to the Zalaski State Forest for the race. SOFR in the event has become a popular event throughout the area. According to the SFR website, the 2022 event will be an American Rally Association National Championship event. The City Park stage in Chillicothe remains as the site for the Friday night opener with Scioto Trails and Shawnee State Forest providing parts of the course. During previous events, the crowds have been large. The event's also been a boon for local businesses, especially restaurants and convenience stores. In other news from that same meeting, Council also received preliminary numbers for the 2022 budget from Fiscal Officer Janie Fannin. Council and Mayor Hammond will be reviewing the numbers. After some discussion occurs, it will be decided if any adjustments are needed. At that point, a final draft will be submitted for Council's approval. The Mayor and Council will also be reviewing the language for employee handbooks regarding vacations for first-year employees. And the Village learned that they will be removing some trees that are on the right-of-way near Veterans Drive as a traffic safety measure. MacArthur Village Council is scheduled to meet again on Wednesday the 17th at 6.30 at the MacArthur Firefighters Bingo Hall. The patriarch of the family accused of killing eight people over custody dispute in southern Ohio in Pike County made an appearance in court on Monday. Here's Owen Jolanda Harris with the latest on this. George Wagner IV filed several motions, one from his attorneys asking for murder charges to be dropped because they claim he did not shoot and kill anyone. The judge says he will hear that argument on December 22nd. Eight members of the Roden and Gilly families were shot and killed back in April of 2016. So far, Edward Jake Wagner and his mother, Angela Wagner, have confessed to prosecutors. Both have agreed to testify against the rest of the family. I'm Yolanda Harris. 
There's a place in Ohio where money does not change hands, no cash registers, no bills sent out, not even a jar for tips. It's the Grace Medical Clinic of Jackson County, and it's located in downtown Wellston. The clinic was established three years ago to treat citizens of the county who had no means to pay for medical care. It's staffed entirely by volunteers from the doctor all the way to the janitor. In the beginning, the clinic was open every Tuesday evening but closed due to the pandemic. Recently, it opened again on a limited basis twice a month on Tuesday evenings from 6 to 8. The next scheduled dates are Tuesday, November 2nd and Tuesday, November 16th. The goal is to again open every week after the pandemic is fully over. The First Baptist Church of Jackson recently hired a new pastor, Seth Fallon, to fill the role left by the previous pastor. Following a six-and-a-half-year tenure at Mullen Memorial Baptist Church in Belpre, Fallon officially started as the pastor of First Baptist Church of Jackson on Sunday, September 12th. In an interview with the radio on the Telegram, Fallon elaborated more on his background education and future goals for the Baptist Church. As of this year, Fallon has been involved in ministry for 15 years and previously studied at Asbury University and Palmer Theological Seminary. During his time at Asbury, he completed his undergraduate studies and later completed his graduate studies at Palmer Theological, graduating with a master's and doctorate degree. He talked about his intentions for the First Baptist Church, and he said he's going to be focusing solely on the COVID-19 pandemic. He said the biggest thing is figuring out what church life is like post-COVID, as uncertain as it is, in reference to the sporadic coronavirus trends. He closed by encouraging people to attend First Baptist Church. First Baptist Church in Jackson hosts services on Sundays at 9.30 and 10.30, and Wednesday at 6 p.m. at 35 Broadway Street. Finally, the Mint County Airport will be hosting their annual bean dinner on Saturday, October 30th, beginning at 11 a.m. Many activities will be offered, including airplane rides, a bounce house and slide, costume contest, 50-50 drawing, and live bluegrass country and gospel music, along with beans, hamburgers, hot dogs, s'mores, drinks, and more. There'll be plenty of food for everyone. The Mint County Airport's located on Airport Road in New Plymouth. For more information, you can call 596-2588. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.